welcome to Food for Friends, the podcast that opens the fridge door of your favourite foodies. We've invited ourselves over for a nose around their kitchen, for a poke around their cupboards, and to rifle through those takeaway leaflets from the early noughties. I'm your hostess with the mostess, Eleanor Evan. This is Fancy Food. This is Food for Friends. Rolling. Rolling. <laughs> um, we're going to meet Carla Zazueta, who is a recipe developer and Mexican cookery teacher who lives in North London and teaches and cooks from her beautiful studio. Her Instagram is amazing. She's originally from Ensenada in Baja, California in Mexico and moved over to the UK about 20 years ago married an English guy and just has this amazing story and we are so excited about going over and potential potentially we might yeah. get fed we can't say that but we can well I don't know I get the sense that Carla's a very generous very generous host but then equally we are there for work but here's hoping but yeah very excited and I first came across Carla through friend of the podcast Olia Hercules who did a online class with Carla during lockdown and the food just looks so good and yeah I just get the sense that Carla is a real natural um I'm obsessed with her Instagram oh, it just looks lots so, of seafood yeah. like prawn and mussel cocktailitos which are like just so vibrant yeah and very fresh and delicious and yeah I'm just looking forward to asking Carla all sorts of different questions about you know cooking Mexican food in the UK but also like getting under the skin of what her life is like at home with her very cute children and yeah what it's like to host cookery classes in her own house because I can imagine that that must be very weird thing having people in your home all the time but I think yeah she just comes across as really warm and lovely on Instagram and Olia says she is a legend so I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, we're rolling. Amazing. I just oh. wanted to get... Oh, that looks so good. I know. I'm quite yeah, liking me. Do you, want me to, do you want me to make you one? Yeah, go on. So, so Carla taught me. Carla, how, how am I making this tortilla for Izzy with the tray? Like pastada. Pastada, sorry. Yeah, when um, the tortilla is like fried or um, baked, mm -hmm. it is called a tostada. So oh, you basically, you know, you want me to turn the music down? Do you think that's a good idea? I it quite probably, like it. I do yeah. like it. I if do you like think it. Sounds it. Good, it on. I quite yeah, like yeah. it. I wouldn't usually do that as a podcast producer. I'm all about good audio quality, but I think it adds a little, a little vibe. Okay. So we've got the tostada. So we have the tostada. Then, if you want to do it in Senada style, mm -hmm. then you put a little bit of mayo, mm -hmm. then the ceviche. Mm -hmm. And then these spicy yeah, salsa. So good. And this all is for producer Izzy. Salsa with <laughs> And then, say that again. How do we pronounce Sal it? Salsa with It's and lovely. How hot is this for some for it's, a novice spice? It's not spice. It's I don't, not I think that it's spicy. You know, it's tiny. Is a good, it's tiny a good, rather than spicy. Is it an all-in-one jobby? Yeah. Well, okay. you can do well. <laughs> no, go on, do it all-in-one. I'll do it all-in-one. It's so tasty. Mm, it's honestly, really yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, in Mexico, we usually have like tostadas bigger, like bigger tostadas. Mm. So when you go to a cevicheria mm. where they only make ceviches, yeah. or to um, a place where they sell mariscos, or to a carreta, carreta is this kind of um, 
a street a card in a corner on a street that they just sell seafood and ceviches your, and everything. Your family are, you're not the first food entrepreneur in your family. I you? know, in my family you're, there's a got, lot of people like in, into food, especially in my mom's family. But uh, you know, when I was growing up, my mom used to sell tamales for a living, well, not for a living, but to help my dad. Yeah. Um, and my dad also, as a second job, he actually used to work in, in restaurants. Uh, he was um, a primary teacher. And, uh, and uh, you know, after, after finishing in the school, he used to work in a, in a restaurant. Oh, wow. But yes, we actually sold tamales for many years. Us. And we used to help my mom, you know, my mom, everybody would chip in and yeah. making tamales. You know what tamales, right? Yeah, yeah. They're like, I mean, how would you describe them to the so, listener if they didn't know what they were? A, a tamal is these little parcels that mm -hmm. can be made, you know, can be wrapped in banana leaves mm -hmm. or corn husk leaves. Yeah. In the north, we use corn husk leaves. So my mom's recipe goes with corn husk mm. leaves. And then my my mom used to make them Sinaloa style. Not yet. <laughs> Which is, we used to make the dough and we used to, well, we flavor the dough with uh, wajillo chilies. Mm. And then we stuff the, the, the tamal with this shredded beef and lots of mm. little vegetables. Mm. And it's like a little parcel, and then we used to kind of close them on at the ends. So and then you steam them, mm. and then you can eat them. So my mom used to take orders, and every Saturday we used to make tamales. We used to make around I don't know 150, 250 tamales. So you've been doing this for mm. since you were a child. <laughs> yeah, I mean as a Mexican, mm. I think that we kind of you are forced to help in the kitchen since sure. very little i was actually telling the other day to a friend that um you know you usually are called into the kitchen to yeah to clean beans mm. to clean any pulses or you send to the tortillas to the tortilleria mm. to buy tortillas so such a like I mean, it does sound like your childhood was incredibly foodie and rich in, in yeah. food heritage. Um, but it also sounds like something that is is a huge part of Mexican culture and upbringing that, you know, the whole family gets involved and everyone cooks together. Especially so when you make like a kind of a special dishes. Mm. Like, for example, for us, tamales was mm. the dish that was special to us. Yeah. And I grew up eating, you know, or making tamales for Christmas. Mm. We never like had turkey for Christmas, like a lot of the families would do. Yeah. yeah. I grew up like so making tamales. tamales. Celebratory yes. dish for you. So, and then also we, we celebrate uh, Christmas Eve not Christmas day. Mm. So um, so we would actually start prepping on the 23rd. Okay. So on the 24th in the morning, we would 
all wake up and we could just continue making tamales like maniacs <laughs> because that's what you do yeah, yeah. especially on that's Christmas you, you eat like a like a you know like a lot incredible and on so. that so you moved to the UK over 20 years ago is that right yes and I actually moved here to be to you know work as a Spanish assistant yeah. I was a teacher um and, and still are a very successful teacher. <laughs> yeah. and I know, I know. And we will have to tell us how you're making this paloma as well. Ah, uh, yes, I'm making a paloma, and basically, is paloma is kind of like the gin and tonic of in Mexico. Mm -hmm. It's Which a very become so popular yes. in London recently. Yes, um, but you know, in Mexico, we use these um, special like kind of grapefruit soda mm. that you know. The we just add tequila blanco and a um, wedge of uh, grape juice and job done. Delicious. I mean, you can add a little bit of like lime juice if you want to. And the, the soda you were showing us before is like a grapefruit soda called yes. Squirt. It's Squirt. But yeah. you can't because we were you talking about really like find things that here. you can and can't get in London. Yes. So what I do if I want to make palomas at home, I actually buy you know grape fruit juice sure and then i add a little bit of agave syrup mm. um some lime juice that i'm going to add now just to give the the kind of citrusy and it's got that yeah, yeah. i mean that's like one of the flavor profiles i'd really associate with mexico is that like fresh acidity mm. um with with most most things you'd balance out with is that right yeah is that, is that... we love adding lime to everything yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, delicious. It's just something that the smell in the kitchen. If you know the <laughs> listeners could be here now, it's this delicious smell of, of lime zest. Um, just and then what else? Ah, and the soda. Ah, yes, the tonic soda. Yeah. Because obviously you need to give some sort of like uh, gas bubbles mm. to integrate bubbles into the. So it's a nice, like, refreshing long. Drink. Long drink, yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, no. Very colourful because especially if, if you make it in with the grape juice mm. here. And I didn't measure. Oh, this here. looks so good. Thank you so much. Um, and then so you add the ceviche and a paloma. Ceviche oh. and paloma. Hmm? What a treat. Exactly. Um, we feel very, very lucky. But yeah, so where you know, you've got your tripe, but where else are you where else do you shop in London for the ingredients that maybe 20 years ago you wouldn't be able to get in London, but now now you could. Well, when I first arrived in London, it was quite difficult to find Mexican ingredients here. Mm. So I used to actually bring a lot of stuff from Mexico every time I used to go to Mexico. In your suitcase? In my suitcase. Fantastic. And I'm sure that I'm not the only Mexican that used to do that. Yeah, yeah. But can you, nowadays... Can you, remember, can you remember what you brought? I always used to bring lots of chilies, tortillas, yeah. um, flour tortillas, um, different type of chilies, mm. salsas like this one. Yeah. Uh, fresh ingredients if I could. Wow. I even I even used to make like bring queso fresco. Wow. <laughs> How did that do on the flight? <laughs> it was like, it used to work quite well. Because really? you know, one of my uncles, my mum's brother, makes cheese for a living um, and I know I heard you say that this is your yes. incredible foodie family yes um, so who... he I mean he stopped doing it because um, 
he got ill, but yeah, he he used to make lies. Uh, cheese. So is that uh, the cheese from... you'd bring back? Yes. Oh. So lovely. I used to bring like cheese. And whoops. Yeah, my children. Sorry. <laughs> Carla's children are back from school. Extremely relaxed and an amazing, amazing host, which is obviously what this podcast is all about, is having people over and sharing food with them and so on. So very kindly made us some delicious ceviche. Would you just describe what's in the ceviche? Um, well, this is uh, two, uh, extremely fresh tuna mm. ceviche with mango, uh, cucumber and avocado. And a li- I like to add to my tuna ceviche a little bit of uh, coriander because I just like I just love coriander, so I add um, yeah, and then lime juice and Maggi sauce. Uh, Mag- yes, yes. <laughs> this that's is your the- secret. Um, Maggi sauce. Yes. Yeah, I'd 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 never I'd never thought of as a yeah. Thing. I think that they use it a lot in Vietnamese uh, really? food. I guess um, you get that. I mean, I know it's an overused phrase now, but that umami kind of yes, exactly. Flavor from I, it. Yeah, uh, yeah, that is definitely like a, the uh, addition for the umami flavor that you need in a ceviche. And there is another type of ceviche or another sauce we get that we call it salsa negra mm. uh, or black sauce. Salsa negra goes with the maggi sauce. Um, this sauce that I can never pronounce, Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire. I don't think even I don't think even British people can pronounce it. Worcestershire sauce. Yeah, that one. Um, but <laughs> the more you think about it, it's yes. like like Worcestershire. Yeah. Um, but tricky. Okay, so with that one, and then you can add clamato. Clamato. Oh yeah. You know what the clamato yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this tomato juice that has clam, clam juice inside and all all the spices? Is that, is that what you use in your cocktailitos then? Yes. Yeah, that makes sense because yeah. those just look so good. Yes. I'm gonna make one at home because you did one with mussels the other day and then prawns oh, and yes. so on. That looked so that so did, delicious. Yeah. So you actually mix all the ingredients together and you make mm-hmm. like a juice and then do add it into the seafood. Mm. We always time tend to like um, use the kind of the same ingredients for seafood mm. uh, and obviously lime juice that makes everything just taste nice. Mm. So take us back twenty years. You decide to move to the UK. Yeah. What motivates that decision? <laughs> to be honest with you, is you're a language a language teacher. Yes, um, my purpose was uh, basically just traveling. Um, I wanted to come and travel around Europe, and my goal at some point was to go and live in Italy. Mm-hmm. I never thought in a million years I was going to stay here, and now I've been living here for the last twenty years. That's such a classic expat tale. But it's, it's, I mean, bearing in mind you came from such a foodie family, which we were speaking about in the kitchen, you must have been horrified when you arrived in London. (laughs) I mean, I can't imagine. Obviously, things have changed so much. Yeah. But tell us about that. Well, yeah, it's true. I remember when I first arrived in London. Oh my god! I put I put on so much weight because I used to eat <laughs> a lot of pasta. Yeah, that was my like you know my easy thing to eat, mm-hmm. especially uh, because I was living alone. I I used to you know rent a room, and 
it wasn't until I met my husband and we got married mm. and I had my own kitchen that I started to cook Mexican food again properly. Really? Yeah, I never actually used to cook Mexican food when I was renting this room because... Why do you think that was? Because what for? I wasn't, you yeah. know, I couldn't actually use their kitchen. I think like I get as a, yeah. as a chef as well, you know, when you cook, you want to cook for people, you know, you mm. want to... Cooking for one is not, yeah. it's not well, a no, joy. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I love cooking for myself. <laughs> so when I actually have lunch, I yeah. have a proper lunch. And I love, you know, thinking. What did you have today? Uh, today I had the ceviche. Delicious. Um... <laughs> but, you know, during a weekday, I love, you know, making myself a proper lunch. Yeah. Not like a sandwich or... No, yeah, yeah. like for example, I may, I would make like a ramen or oh. something Mexican or if I make a sandwich, I make like a proper sandwich. Delicious. Um, I love having eggs for lunch, so mm. I make lots of different type of eggs, burritos, mm-hmm. or whatever I'm cooking. But something that is a, a substantial. Meal yeah. yeah. Sometimes we do eat in front of the TV, yeah. especially in the weekend when we have movie night. Oh, we let the, yeah. So I make this special dinner. What night is movie night? Fridays or Saturdays. Oh, lovely. So we open. And what la- are you eating when you're sat in front of the table? Well, I usually make, I don't know, pasta and then we open some cheese and a bottle of wine. Oh, that's so And nice. then everybody like tags in to the pasta and my husband and I then we eat like cheese and we drink wine and <sighs> it just. It's actually really fun. Yeah, absolutely. And like, it's, I think, you know, we obviously live in this Instagram age of like, you know, so much content and everything having to kind of look so perfect and so on. But actually, you know, what so many of us are eating kind of off camera, as it were, you know, it's that like lovely, cozy bowl of pasta Mm. and so on that might not look great on Instagram. But, you know, that's the thing that makes you feel most at one with with your family. On, yes, on... exactly. My children love pasta. Who doesn't love pasta? Really? What's your favorite? My you favorite at the moment. Mm, I know it's so hard. My favorite pasta is this pasta that I make with courgettes. So I grate courgettes, Yum. and then I fried lots of garlic uh, with olive oil. Then I put the courgettes, mm. and then I put lots of chili flakes, and I just I just like cook the pasta and I throw the pasta with some of the water and just at the last minute I just put a splash of like a double cream and that's it that sounds so good but so comforting yes and it's spicy so I really love a spicy food so whenever I can I always add the spicy so we've just been into Carla's kitchen and chosen out a few books and there's a serious power couple on the table. Um. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm I'm a big fan of like buying cookbooks, mm-hmm. um, especially from like cuisines that I don't usually cook mm. like naturally, like Mexican yeah, food. Sure. But um, I chose these three because, for example, this one called Nopalito. Mm. I've never heard of that. This is a really nice Mexican cookbook mm-hmm. for people that don't know how to cook Mexican food and want to learn. Well, and that's a great if, recommendation. If, if somebody like kind of asks me like what books, I always recommend this book because it has really nice recipes, not too difficult to make. And 
I mean, which is a real feature of how you teach as well, isn't it? Mm. That it's it's accessible, and or even on your Instagram, it's all food that looks so doable. Yeah. So it's called nopalito. Um, yeah, that's obvi- amazing. Can I have a little? I I don't. I don't. I have. I haven't actually cooked from this one mm. because obviously a lot of the well, actually all the recipes they have, <laughs> I know how to make. Sure. But um, and got, I always... That's a place yeah. to start. It would be a really good... For people that actually like <clears throat> to learn yeah. how to cook Mexican Males. food. Yes. Um, and then we've got, well... And then get... we have this one, Your Daily Veg. Yeah. From Joe Woodhouse. <clears throat> who is a brilliant, brilliant on Instagram and has released his first book, which is, yes. which is Your Daily Veg. And I really like... I actually have cooked quite a lot from this mm. book because so talented you i mean if you follow me on instagram you probably know that my husband was has always had this dream of being a vegetarian <laughs> and he's actually a big fan of joe woodhouse Amazing. and then Olia's, <laughs> and olia's uh, and olia's olia introduced me on instagram to you as in yeah. i olia was the first person who um, said, you know, oh, Carla's this waiter, you know, she's amazing. She They're lovely people and I really like them. Yeah, yeah, I, they're, they're a great yeah. couple. Um, but this is, you've chosen Summer Kitchens. Yes, Summer Kitchens, because I actually have cooked from this oh. book as well. There's like a, this dish that I really love from her book, is made with crochets. We have made this uh, pancake thing, mm. which is really nice. Oh, so this one. Oh my goodness! Yes. Do you know one of our other guests chose this book? Ah. Because. Yeah, Rav, I know that yeah. there's a first one that she made. Rabnit sugar, yeah. I love you. Yeah. I am in. It's true. Sugar, I love you. But there is this cake that she actually made oh, once. She signed it. Ah yes. Um. But um, did you meet her? Yes. Oh, lovely. Uh, Which she this <gasps> this is just the best cake in the whole wide world oh, wow. honestly you really need to make it okay. it really reminds me to um the tres leches the mexican tres mm-hmm. leches mm-hmm. what's it called the cake is a rasmalai cake mm. yeah i tried it she kindly invited me to her house once for lunch mm. and she, she had a supper it. club Yes. With a load of like, was yes. it like the Rangoon sisters as well? Did they, or am I imagining? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, Emily, yes. Emily came with Tiffany and other mm. people to my house for uh, to celebrate my birthday. Oh. Yes. So we are a really nice bunch of like mm. ladies. That it love seems cooking. like really supportive. Yes. Like yeah, they're very nice people, and I'm really grateful that um men them because mm. you know they've been so supportive Aww. with me honestly i couldn't actually ask to kind of make really good friends in the industry yeah i i i have been and so much like sisterhood yes and you know they've been so helpful and supportive of my work I really, really like them a lot. See why? No, I've tasted it. <laughs> but this cake, you need to make. I it. will, because I'm. If you're a fellow 
baking phobe, which I am, then yeah, I will. Because yeah, and it's just the, I would just eat the whole tray. Oh, yum! So it's, it's so what's it got? In, are those pistachios on top? It's pistachios, mm. and then you have to put a little bit of last saffron, saffron yeah, and the cream on the top. And I mm. think that she actually uses like the mixture of the tres leches mm. thing. Have you ever? Mm, made tres leches. No, I haven't made it, but... Tres yeah. leches is this Mexican cake we mm. have, and basically it's called tres leches because we use three types of milk. Amazing. So condensed, evaporated, mm -hmm. and whole milk. So you mix them together, like, oh. together, and then you make this a sponge, mm. and then you make holes, and then you put the milk. Oh, my God. And it's a very moist... I bet. Um... A cake yeah. that you actually need to, you know, put in that the fridge. That sounds sticky. <laughs> <laughs> you need to put it in the fridge because it's actually better if you eat it cold. Okay, yeah. Oh, it's it really nice. That sounds and then delicious. You, you top it up with so you like, like eating sweet things, but you're just not such a... Um, or you're more savoury. I'm more of a savoury person. Mm. But if you put like a really nice dessert that it actually tastes sure. nice, I would eat it all. Yeah. Well, I, yes. Also, that cake was in like a tray bake, yeah, like, so just, just with a spoon. Yes, yeah, yeah. And then you just just bake it to yourself. Yeah. Eat it and eat it. Delicious. Is it rolling? Yeah, the mic's Amazing. A tomatillo is a tomatillo salsa your favorite? Yeah. No. No. My favorite is a salsa matcha. Yum. The, it's an oil-based salsa, mm -hmm. but uh, I I have the pot. And the chilies are there. I haven't actually blended. Yum. And these are and the peppers. Yeah. Yeah. Those. Uh, these are green peppers. Are they? These are Turkish, but okay. they really remind me to the ones that we get in the mm. north of Mexico. The, uh, are they polish. slightly paler? The ones you get in the north of Mexico. No, are they that color? Exactly yeah. the same. Like Amazing. This. So I always have some of this because this is my favorite. Oh. It's not spicy at all. No. It's just to give flavor to Yum. to food, and we use it in very different ways. And obviously, coriander mm. and parsley. Lots of coriander. Yes, lots uh, of coriander. And I usually have like fresh chilies, but I uh, don't have chorizo. Obviously, mm. I love. Is that, that your favorite brand on earth? Um, I. I actually made my own chorizo, but I haven't made some. So oh my gosh. I made vegan chorizo. Wow. Yeah. So I guess it's paprika and then. Uh, no. No, sorry. I, I'll I use, take it back. I use Mexican chilies to make an adobo. Oh, yeah. And then I use um, mince. Um, how do you say? Um, like corn? No, like. Uh, I forgot the word in English. I'm just trying to think. What What is it in Mexican? Um, Spanish. It means like this vegetarian thing that people use. Tofu? No. Oh my God. Soya. Soya. Yes. Um, um, phew. <laughs> mean soya. Mean soya. Yeah. Uh, and then Mexican Does it work? chili. Yeah. Amazing. Because in the north of Mexico, you mm. know, uh, vegan chorizo is a thing. Yeah. So they actually make chorizo uh, with mint soya. I guess Mexican food is a very vegan friendly yes, food, really. I know it's. I know that meat mm. is, and fish and so on are, are mm. big, but 
you can, I imagine, you know, adapt lots of things yeah. and, and lots of things are naturally vegan anyway. Yeah. Like all the salsas and, and, and the yeah, corn tortillas and so on. Refried beans. Mm. We love eating yeah. refried beans. And actually, you know, I always have frozen refried Yeah, beans. let's have a look in the freezer. <laughs> this is where you really find out about people. Look. Oh my God. So I always make beans so just... on the Monday. And as in I, you soak them or you make a big vat of refried beans? No, or... I may I, I cook them mm. like I have always some oh, pinto yeah. beans yeah. and I cook pinto beans on Mondays. Mm -hmm. And then That's such a nice ritual. Yeah. This is chilorio. Chilorio is this pork thing. Yum. Uh, from Sinaloa that I always and you just I, like to have things in the freezer. Yes, are, just in case. You can see some dumplings down there. Frozen uh, these dumplings. are tamales. These are tamales. Oh, no, 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 not those. And but dumplings. Also, I want to see the tamales as well. But yeah, mm. dumplings as well. Yes, because um, my children love Asian food. Oh, so yeah. we, we sometimes we make sushi mm. and we make the whole Asian lunch That's or so dinner. Lucky. Yeah. They are so lucky. But these are tamales. I think these are... I don't remember. The they are they tamales? are just perfect, aren't they? I mean, yes. they are the perfect little pouches of yes. of joy. These are sweet tamales. These are mm. pineapple and raisin tamales. Yum. And I just have you know I... stuff that I buy and mm -hmm. I freeze. I uh, Waitrose fan. Yes, you know when you make chicken and you butterfly it, mm. I, you keep the the thing and then Ooh, you yeah. you use it for stock chicken stock. Mm. I saw it. Was it is it Polo Caldozo? Is that the is that I, the and then, then I also have oh. homemade ice cream that Yum. somebody forgot to cover. <laughs> this is a tres leches ice that, cream. That's absolutely stunning. Oh, you're and right. And then like homemade... Um, oh, oh, no. Something is happening today. Something is going on. Someone's got the booty belt. Oh, yeah. no. Hang no, on. but this okay. was already broken, so don't worry. Oh. Um, oh, Carly, you're yes. going to be like, they're never coming back. We're cursed. Oh, fantastic. Uh, so this is a homemade um, chicken stock. Your freezer's very neat and tidy. Yeah. This one was already broken, so don't worry. Nothing broke. <laughs> I, I feel like we're cursed, honestly. Okay, can we have a look at your cupboards or your store cupboard? Yes. Um, well, you, Izzy, you might have to move this way. Oh, wow. I always have to have video. What are they? Well, these go uh, here, it's called Tagliatelli thing, but I call them fideos. That's lovely. We, we have a soup, a Mexican soup that we oh, make yes. with this. Yeah. And it's called sopa de fideo. It's just something... I've got a feeling there's a similar thing in Portuguese oh, really? cooking, but I might be totally imagining that. But yeah. yeah. So this is my children's favorite pasta oh. because it's like a. Is that what you do the courgettes with? No, 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 no. no. That is no. That, that is used to make like a like a watery soup. Okay, lamb like a broth. Sort like of a thing. broth yeah. soup. Yes. I have a uh, tamarindo. Oh, amazing. Because I've never seen it like that. I've seen it in a uh, block. Yes, because this one. Yeah, tamarind. We, wow. We, you, well, I'll, I'll eat it like this. Mm. It's very common in Mexico that you eat Really? Tamarind. Yes. Like a, as like, in like you would a fruit yes. or like a sweet? Or... Like a, you would eat a fruit. Wow. Because it doesn't also, look like any, normally when I see tamarind in the shop, yeah. it's in a block. Yes. Or you get the tamarind and paste. And then you but also can use it to make. They're like um, little sausages. Yes, you can make um, agua fresca from it. Is that it. what? Yeah, is tamarindo, tamarindo de agua fresca. Agua fresca de tamarindo mm. or tamarind agua fresca. How delicious. How would you make that? Uh, you boil the tamarind mm -hmm. um, and then you get the pulp. 
and then you um, sweeten it with sugar mm. and then you add just more water to it and that's oh, like yum yes and then that sounds have, super refreshing uh corn this is fantastic and then on here so i we're have going up this is uh ours. chilies over there um uh, are those chipotle chilies or are they no they're, or? no they're different i can't see them oh all the sorry yeah. i thought it was one type no no amazing i have lots of different varieties of chilies yum and then i have salsas obviously tajin um i'm definitely trying that that gherkin and tajin thing <laughs> when i get home actually so really nice yeah yeah uh, achiote to make a chinita. What's chiote? Achiote. Achiote is um, it's a paste. Mm. Is oh, call it achiote or recado rojo. It's mm. from Yucatan, and it's made with um, this uh, with anato seeds. Mm. Uh, I'll show you. Also, pretty much all of what we've spoken about, can you now buy in London? Oh wow! Yes, you can. Look at this. Yes. This is have, stunning. You have all these spices here. <laughs> With all the bon maman jars. So, yes. oh, that's yes, lovely. And you just know what they all are. Uh, kind of, otherwise I just go they don't have labels on. But no, yeah, I, so mean, I, I know what you but mean. Look, I suppose these you can... are the anato seeds, oh, I'm wow. telling you. Can I have a smell? Yeah. They don't really mm. smell like much. But... They smell like, um, they're like fruity almost. Yes. Yeah. So in Yucatan, they use these seeds mm. to give color and some flavor to that paste. Yeah. That paste is already these seeds that have been grinded and um, been mixed with... Um, Can we take a photo of this a, amazing cupboard? Is that okay? With the spices, yes. Thank you. I think we want to go from above almost. I just feel like it's the most stunning spice cupboard I've ever seen. It's so nice to use the bon maman jars. Yes, and they're very useful. They yeah. are really great jars. Nice I really need to put like labels, as you say. No, well you don't, because you obviously know where they all are, but, but look, I'm just impressed. Example, like, mm. pepper, like black pepper, mm -hmm. and then I have uh, dry uh, herbs here. Mm. And then these that you're going to actually love, and I'll show you, where are they? I, these. Oh. These are chiltepines. Wow. These are chilies mm. from the north of Mexico. Those are so pretty. Oh, wow. They're like little jewels. Yes. So you you don't really find them in this. No, country. I've never seen those. Actually, this is one of the things that I always bring from Mexico. Really? Uh, even now. They because, are so. I you know, can. Yeah. You can't really find them in there. You and that's got a kind find... of lemony chili yes. scent almost. And it's extremely spicy. Really? Yeah, super spicy. Okay. You can't really eat it just like that. No, I was gonna, yeah, I was about to be like, can I taste one? But I don't no. think I would handle it. Honestly, yes. Um. <laughs> yeah. So I would, I always have chiltepin. And there is Hello. Hello. <laughs> El marido. Uh, no, not at all. We're having such a lovely time. No, no. Yeah, well, we are recording. We are recording, but <laughs> don't worry. And then this is the um, chiltepin oh, mota. That's so lovely. That my dad used to actually. This was my dad's. Can we mota. take a photo of you with that? Yes. That's so special. So basically, yeah. what you do, you know, every. That's lovely. Actually, I think you should hold the chiltepin as well. Yeah, every northerner, I mean, it's, if you, I mean these chiltepines are from Sonora. Mm. So, but you know, they're very famous. You got a nice, yeah. yeah. 
lovely. Lovely. They're very famous in the north That's of Mexico. That's so special so what you that do was your dad's. Actually, you know, you put them here, and then you grind them. Yeah. And this uh, grinder so, belonged to my dad. Oh, uh, look, the, we have some, we have the foodie. Yeah, the foodie. And um, so sweet. Mm, I love it. And my dad would always have some chiltepines in his pocket, and my mom would carry oh. uh, the peso de multa in her bag. So everywhere they went, he would always take some chiltepines oh. out of his pocket because food was never like spicy enough for him. So he needed he needed <laughs> more know, spice. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's spicy. too hot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yes. So is this. Oh, yeah. amazing. It really, really, my, my dad was a big fan of spicy mm. food. So I have that. And then here I have wow. just a few things, not much. Mm -hmm. Just This is the kind of baking, baking yeah, area. Kind of baking. That's why. Much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have many things. There are a few bits I'm, and bobs. I don't really um, bake. No, but I mean, I think that's very much if you're one of those people who just cooks by feeling. Oh, yes, and I have um, amaranto, amaranth. Oh, yeah, amaranth, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've never seen the amaranth. seeds. Well, these are already popped. Okay, because so I only, I associate amaranth with like the purple leaf yeah, that you so get. Look. Wow. These are, I've popped amaranth. Can we taste already. them? Yeah, well, yeah. they don't really taste a bit much. So what do you use them for? Um, I use them to put on my mm. um, porridge. Mm. But in Mexico, we make tastes uh, like popcorn. Sweet, yeah, we make sweet. Uh, I used to have one here, but I think probably my husband ate it. <laughs> um, oh, and this is my guilty pleasure. No, it's just like this cheap ramen. Oh, delicious! Though. But that's what this podcast <laughs> is all about. It's like actually what people. Yeah, because you know, I mean, cheap ramen, and you know, I. What's your favorite wrap? Can we see what the round is? See no, what... no, it's your, it's your <laughs> secret. It's so cheap that uh, are you feel embarrassed? No, but then okay. here, um, it's your secret. And I have like Mexican sweets. Wow, so I don't really need these. to add one of this. Wow, you pulparindo. Yeah, every Mexican household oh, has yeah. to have pulparindos. Should we try one now? There are, yes, the tamarind sweets oh. with chili. Wow. Let's well, see if you like not. it. Yeah, I'm sure. I love tamarind. So. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a very new to tamarind. Well, you it's love like tangy, fruity. Yeah. You're going to love these pulparindos. Mm. Everybody loves oh. them. Yeah. Wow. They, you know that you have here in this country this things mm. called mohans mohans mm. these sweets that are, look like this yeah. but they're oh, okay. oh. oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah well these spice. are so i don't eat sweets so well, I'm, I'm bad on sweets yeah. but i am i don't eat sweets but these ones i would eat these are stunning yeah mm. my mm. children love them and mm. i love them so we have pulparindos all the time those, can you get those in london yes you can Where yeah you get those? uh from this place called wow. max grosser mm. So, but I always bring them from Mexico because it's wow. easier. But if I run out, I always buy my stuff from, mm. from them. There are actually quite a few places where you can actually get mm. Mexican uh, ingredients. They almost taste like a sweet. They're yeah. so tangy and yes. salty. And, mm. Mm, they're really yummy, right? Oh my mm. goodness. Um, yes. Now I introduce you to something new. These are, yeah, those are delicious. We have to seek these out. We've yeah. eaten yes. so well. And <laughs> we've, 
had such a lovely time and thank you so much for having us round round to your house. No, you're welcome. Show us round and and so on. And, but yeah, thank you so much for showing us around your kitchen and feeding us and <laughs> giving us cocktails and I so give on. your cocktails. So I'm so sorry for freaking out. I know. No. Oh, You've been listening to Food for Friends, the nosiest podcast in food. You can see all our guest fridge selfies at Food for Friends Pod on Instagram. And with every subscribe and five-star review, we're one step closer to interviewing Nigella's Mika Uwave. Food for Friends is hosted by me, Helena Irvin, and produced by the glamorous and talented Izzy Bujard. Bye, Izzy, bye!